Thanks for checking out Church on the Rock's message this week. We would love to help you take your next step in knowing God better. The best way to do that is visit cotr.org slash next steps. Or if you're not near our physical campus, visit our online community at cotr.org slash online. Enjoy the message and know that God is for you. We're in a series called Tis the Season for Miracles. You see, well, pastor, my goodness, uh, where, where's the Christmas story? It, it's Christmas. Well, we started with that at the very beginning of the month. That was our foundational text. You can go to our website. You can, you can go back and you can listen to all the series, uh, all the teaching in this series called Tis the Season for Miracles. We're ending it this weekend, and we've been talking about how to get a miracle. Now, I know if you're like me, you need a miracle because if you're progressing, you're going where you've never been before, you need a miracle because God's asking you to do things you can't do without him. Miracle land is where I can't and only God can. Miracle land is when you and I can't and only God can. So we've been talking about how to get a miracle. And the greatest miracle of all was the Christmas story. It was the incarnation, the virgin birth. That was the greatest miracle of all. We looked at that. Now, you and I want miracles in our life. Uh, you might need a miracle tonight in the area of you can't forgive yourself. This is a word of knowledge for somebody. You're not able to forgive yourself of something you did wrong, of wrong decisions, of your past. Well, you need a miracle tonight. God can help you out with that. Maybe it's a physical, maybe it's a mental, maybe it's an emotional uh, problem that you have tonight. Maybe it's with drugs and alcohol. Uh, maybe it's with medication. You want to get off, you can't. Maybe it's with reconciliation with a husband or wife and it's just not in the natural working out. You need a miracle. You're in the right place. Maybe, you, you know, you need to start all over in 2023. You've dropped your dream. You've let it die. You let it drift. It's time for you to pick it back up again. It seems impossible. But the Bible says, if you can believe, some things are possible. No, it says, if you can believe, all things are possible. So what's the prerequisite for a miracle? You got to believe. You got to believe that God is for you. You got to believe God has a purpose for your life. And you got to believe that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask or think. And he's wanting to invade and interrupt your daily life. And do what you can't do. Come on, somebody. And, and so to have a miracle, you, you need to believe. Am I right? Okay. So I'm teaching you all month how to believe. How to believe. How to get a miracle. You, you say, how do you do that, Pastor? Make it simple. Make it plain. Well, all of us that need a miracle, it's only 18 inches away. Can you say it with me? 18 inches away. You see, where is that? From your mouth to your heart. Now, you may be closer to a miracle than me, but I measured my mouth to my heart. It was 18 inches. You say, Pastor, I don't get it. Mouth to heart? That's how you get a miracle? Oh, yeah, because you have to believe to get a miracle. You have to believe to get a miracle. You have to really believe. And a lot of Christians have the false interpretation of what it means to believe. They have a false understanding of what it means to really believe. Watch this. Listen very carefully. You don't believe with your head. You believe with your heart. The Bible never, ever, ever, a double dog dare you to find it, where you believe with your head. 
You never believe with your head. You believe with your heart. So as long as it's in my head, mental assent, it's not enough just to know it. I have to believe it. I have to know in my knower. I have to be fully persuaded. Nobody or nothing or any circumstance can talk me or you out of it. Can I have a witness? So if you're a note taker, and I hope you are, because we've come to learn this weekend at Church on the Rock Christmas, as we end this series on Tis the Season for Miracles. It starts off with my mind, and then it goes to uh, my mouth, and then it goes to my mind, and then I get my miracle. Three words, letter M, mouth, miracle, mouth, mind, miracle. So if I want a miracle, I've got to get it from my mind, and I've got to get it in my heart. Not until it drops down into my heart. And we're not talking about physical organ. We're talking about spirit, your spirit man. Not until you get it in your spirit can you really believe. And to get it in your spirit, it starts with your mouth. It drops into your mind, and it gets from your mind to your heart with your mouth. Are you with me right there? Most Christians don't know that. Most believers haven't a clue what I'm talking about right there. Uh, they'll tell me something like this. Oh, good sermon preacher. I've heard that before. I know immediately they don't believe it. They know it, but they don't believe it. Kenneth Hagin said, if you really believe it, every time you hear it, you get excited. Kenneth Hagin said, every time you hear it, if you really believe it, you get excited. It's not just mental assent. It's not just, you know, say, oh, yeah, I've heard that. I know that. You know, when people tell me that, I know they don't believe it because it's got to go from mental ascent, knowing it's got to go from your head to your heart. It does that with your mouth. Okay, so let's go to the scriptures, Hebrews chapter 13. And let me establish this principle so you know that it's true. And I'm not I'm not making it up. You ready? Hebrews 13, five. Let your conversation be without coveting. Conversation means lifestyle and be content with such things as you have. For he has said, y'all say that with me for he has said, uh, oh, that's not everybody for he has. Okay. Everybody online for, oh, I, I heard go online right there. Praise God. For he has said, I will never leave thee, nor will I forsake thee. Verse six, he has said so that I might boldly say, there it is. When you and I say what he has already said, we're in alignment with his will for our life. Because what he has said is recorded in this book. The Bible is simply a record of what God has said. Somebody has said there are over 7,000 promises in the Bible. So we find out what he has said. We get in the book, One Year Bible, and then we begin to meditate on what he has said. And then we take that promise and we begin to speak it. We take what he has said and we begin to say the same thing. When you start saying what God has already said in his word, what's happening? You are aligning yourself with the will of God. You are number two in agreement with God. How can God do what he wants to do in our life if we're fighting him, if we're disagreeing with him, if we're not cooperating with him? If we're not partnering with him. So he has said, so you might boldly say, now let's go back to verse five. He has said, so we can say he'll never leave you or forsake you. If you take notes, this is a big idea. 
when you take what God has said, scriptures, and put it in your mouth and start saying it, it will deliver you from loneliness. It will deliver you from feeling alone. That's huge. Verse six, big idea. When we take what he has said and we boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man will do to me. When we take what he has said and we boldly say it with our mouth, it delivers us from fear. It delivers us from fear. Two big ideas worth coming to Church on the Rock the weekend of Christmas. When we find out what he has said and we start saying it, eventually it's going to get in your mind. And then it's going to drop in your heart. And then you're going to have it in your hand. A miracle in your hand. So we find out what God has said when your Bible next year at Church on the Rock. And we begin to say it. What do we say? He said he's our helper. He said we don't have to fear what man will do unto me. Notice not only when we take what he has said and we say it, it delivers us from loneliness. Everyone say loneliness. Number two, it delivers you from fear. Everyone say fear. And number three, it brings security and safety. You will not fear what man can do unto you. The world is crazier, more violent, more dangerous right now than ever in my lifetime. How about you? You should say amen if you're awake. The world is more dangerous. There are more crazy people out there. There's more lawlessness out there in America than ever in my lifetime. We need to have a secure feeling that when you go to bed at night, you're going to wake up safe. That when you send your kids off to school, they're going to come home, right? That when you leave your house, you're going to be blessed going and you're going to be blessed coming back, right? So it brings security and safety, security and safety. And guys, let me tell you, the number one need of a woman is security. Are you listening? Men, the number one need of a woman is security. She wants to feel safe. All right. So when we take what God has said and you and I put it in our mouth and we begin to say it, we put it in our mouth. You keep saying it until it gets in your mind, not your brain, your mind. And then it drops into your heart, your spirit. And then eventually you get it in your hand. It materializes. Amen, somebody. Can we have a praise break for a miracle working God? Oh, come on. Well, I hope y'all got that. So the next biggest miracle is salvation. It's salvation. It's when we get born again. It's when we come to the end of ourselves and realize we need God. We need God for our marriage, our money, our ministry, our career, our family, our parenting. We need God for peace of mind. We need God to get delivered from addictions. We need God to get rid of our past. You know what? He said he would forgive us of all of our sin and he would never bring it up. Did you know that? He said, he'll remember your sin no more. So after you get born again and you, you, you feel condemned and shameful and guilty and you hear these harassing thoughts of what you did in the past, mark it down. That's not God. That's the devil. Because God said, I'll forgive you of your sin and I will remember it no more. I will blot it out. What a good God we serve. So how do we get born again? It starts with your mouth. But what saith is the word, that's the Bible, that's what God said, is to be nigh thee. And where should it be? Not on the coffee table. Where should it be? In your, 
Where should the word be? In your mouth. Because that's where your miracle starts. And we've already agreed we need a miracle. We need a miracle before the end of this year. Then where does it go? In your heart. Starts in your mouth. It ends up in your heart. That is the word of faith, not the word of doubt, but the word of faith, which we preach at Church on the Rock. Next verse. That if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your notice, confess, believe, heart. Confess, believe, heart. Confess, believe, heart. You confess it long enough, you'll end up believing it. And you know you're believing it when it drops in your heart that Christ, that God had raised him from the dead and you shall be saved. Next verse, verse 10. For with the, not the head, not mental sin. Don't tell me you know it. Don't tell me you heard it. Don't tell me you grew up in church. How's that working for you right now? Okay. So with the heart you believe, with the heart you believe, right here, your spirit, unto righteousness. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Am I helping anybody this Christmas weekend? Okay, I'm here to help you. I want you to get your miracle before the end of the year. This year isn't over yet. Thank you for three amens. I'll take it on Christmas weekend. Amen. Watch this. Watch this. Shazam. Watch this. Acquaint now yourself. Agree with God. Whoa. Remember I said that, that you got to take what he has said and begin to say it. And what is that? Agreeing with God. You got to agree with God, not your circumstances, not backslidden Christians, not angry Christians, not sinners, not the media. But you got to agree with God, agree with God. How do I agree with God? You take what he has said, Bible, scripture, promises. You put them in your mouth and you keep speaking them until you believe. And then after you believe, you speak them again and you see them out to move. Acquaint yourself with God. Agree with God. Show yourself to be conformed to his will. Say it with me. His will. I find it in his word. And be at peace. Notice when you take what he has said and you say it, peace comes. When you take what God has said and you say it, it brings peace. And by that you shall. What's the next word? I can't hear you. I can't hear you prosper. So when I take what he has said and I say it, uh, it delivers me from fear. It will deliver me from loneliness. It will bring security. It will bring peace and prosperity and good will come to you in 2023. Good things. Let's just start right now. Here's how you do it. Say it with me. Something good is going to happen to me in 2023. That's how it works, y'all. Verse 28. You. It doesn't really matter what people are saying about you. Everybody and their dog said, I'd never make it. Right? My pastor said I wouldn't. My parents said I wouldn't. My friends said I wouldn't. When I came here and started this church 40 years ago, the community said I wouldn't. But it doesn't matter what other people say about you. What are you saying about you? You decide. Don't let other people decide your dream for you. It'll always be downsized. It'll always be too small. It'll never be what God wants for your life. You decide, and then you can't just decide it. You got to decree it. Is that Bible, my family? That's Bible. So it doesn't work till you say it. 
You don't set it into motion till you say it. Thunking it, thinking it is not enough. You don't get it moving. You don't set the law of faith in practice until you start saying scriptures every day out loud. You decide, then you decree, and then step number three, then it's established. It's never established till you say it. You can't get born again till you say it. It doesn't work till you say it. Your faith is released through saying it. Your faith comes through saying it. Am I talking too fast? The animals are at the door out there, y'all. Those, those camels are ready to come in here. Amen. So you decide and you decree. That means say it, decree it, talk it, affirm it, declare it. Then it's established for you. Then look at this. And the light of God's favor will shine upon your ways. Whoa. When you take what God has said and you say it, you agree with God, align yourself with God, and God shows his favor on your life. Whoo. Man, I love that. Okay, next, let's keep moving. Keep on trucking. All right. Mark eleven twenty three. Oh, I know that. I don't want to hear you say that. Okay. I don't want to hear you say that because that tells me you don't want to know what that tells me. Okay. For verily I say unto you that whosoever, say I'm a whosoever, shall say unto this mountain. Now watch this. This is good. I haven't said it. This is good. Don't miss it. It's for somebody. Okay. When you take what God has said and you say it, it can move mountains. That doesn't trip my trigger. Let me amplify. When you take what God has said and you say it, it removes obstacles in your way. When you take what God, a mountain is an obstacle. 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 What are the things standing in your way tonight? You can get what's in your way out of your way by taking what God has said and you begin to say it. He said, if you'll speak to the obstacle, be thou removed, be cast into the sea and shall not doubt in your what? Not head, not head, not head, not head, not head, not head. 18 inches away. Got to get it from your head to your heart. How do you do it? With your mouth. So he said, you don't doubt in your heart, but you believe those things. Where do you believe? Where do you believe? Where do you believe? Where do you believe? Your heart. What is your heart? Not your organ, not your organ, not your organ. It's your spirit. What you watch affects your spirit. Who you run with affects your spirit. Words affect your spirit. What you see affects your spirit. Guard your spirit with all diligence. But believe those things that you say shall come to pass. You'll have whatever you say. Now, if you'll note with me, family, three times in that one verse, it says say or saying. One time in that verse, it says, believe. You got to do three times about saying in order to believe the right thing. You got to be intentional in 2023 to manage your mouth like never before. If you want to see a miracle at your house, your marriage, your ministry, your job, your career, your relationships, your parenting, your kids, your grandkids, your health. Three times it says say or saying. One time it says believing. By taking what God has said and you put it in your mouth and you start saying it, eventually you'll believe it. And when you believe it, then you say it again. That's when the obstacle in your way moves. 
That's when the obstacle, the difficulty, the dilemma, the giant, the heartache, the hardship, that obstacle, unforgiveness, strife, worry, fear, depression, anxiety, drugs, alcohol, cocaine, marijuana. That's when it moves. The obstacle of whatever is in your way of what you want, desire, and dream for, you can remove it by speaking to it. What God has already said. And what did God say? Tell it to get out of the way. Tell it to be removed and cast into the sea. I'm more excited about this than y'all. Now, I know you're thinking about a bunch of stuff, but stay with me now. This is life changing. If I only had one sermon, if this is the last Christmas I'm alive, I would teach the sermon. Because this is life or death for 2023. My biggest problem, you know, in two weeks, I'll be 69. I got saved when I was 11. My biggest problem as a Christian has been my mouth. Can I have a witness? Come on, don't look so holy. I'll talk to your wife, your husband, your kids, your dog, your cat, your hamster. Your biggest problem as a Christian, to quote Joyce Myers, is your big, fat mouth. Joyce said it, I didn't. Amen. We love Joyce, okay, and Dave. So, so notice, that's your biggest problem. That's your biggest problem. And you say, why, Pastor? Because that's the strongest member of your body. Did you know that, your tongue? Where'd you get that, preacher? James, New Testament, chapter 3. It says the tongue is the most unruly member of the body. No one can tame the tongue but God. Oh, my goodness. Next verse. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe you receive them, and you shall have them. Psalm 91. Psalm 91, as the team comes out. Psalm 91. Oh, look at this. This is awesome. I pray Psalm 91 every day over my family. My, uh, uh, Pastor Kim told you last Sunday, it happened a week ago Friday. You about lost your pastor. Seriously, closest to death I've ever been. Closest to death I've ever been. A week ago Friday, we were coming back into town and they built some new roads out where we live. We live in the country and people in that area, if they're not used to that area, they don't know where there's stop signs or when there's not stop signs. So we were going down this intersection and we were going 40. That's the speed limit. Did you hear that, Don? Speed limit, 40. Angels were all around us. I'm glad I wasn't going 60. They would have jumped out and I've been not here tonight. Okay. So you can ask Pastor Kim. So we didn't realize at beginning of the intersection, here come over here to the right. I saw my peripheral vision. Here come a crazy bat. I mean, a person. Crazy bat out of hell. Came out of this way. You've heard that term. And they were at least going. You asked Pastor Kim at least 60. I mean, they were going. And they didn't realize there was a stop sign. And when they finally stopped, Pastor Kim screamed. I screamed. And, you know, I didn't say, Lord, save me. You know, those people that think, well, I'm going to holler out my last few moments. I just scream. So don't count on that, okay? And I screamed. And if I'm lying, I'm frying. That car stopped. I was, I was riding. Pastor Kim was driving, and the car was this way. It stopped, finally stopped within a foot of my door. Within a foot of my door. And thank God for Psalm 91. It works. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of not just the mighty, but the almighty, the almighty. 
Oh, he's more mightier than anything the devil would throw at you. Verse two, I will, well, there it is again. My goodness. Wow. I will say of the Lord, he's my refuge and he's my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Notice when you take what God has said, this verse, and you put it in your mouth and you say it, you build a wall of protection around your family. When you take what God has said, this verse, and you put it in your mouth, I do it every day. I do it every day. And when you take this and put it in your mouth, what are you doing? You're building a wall of protection and security and safety, angelic protection around your family. So say it with me. I will say, so see, every day you need to say, God's your refuge. God's looking out for you and yours. God's your safety. God's your protection. Say it with me. I will say, okay, then verse three, surely he will do. I will say he will deliver. Notice he can't do until I say. Verse two is before verse three. I will say, then he can do. I will say, then he can do. I will say, then surely he will deliver me. He delivers me after I say he's my deliverer. It's powerful. Same principle. Surely he will deliver thee from the stare of the fowler and from the noise pestilence. Shazam, I lost my screen. It got, got raptured. And they're, they're ready to get rid of me. Praise the Lord. Is that, is that a clue that I was going to give him off this next week, but well, there were five takeaways. Can we have those five takeaways on the screen? The takeaways? Can we do? Okay. Number one, surrender your mouth to God. <laughs> surrender your mouth to God. I, I, I do this every day. Y'all pray for me. Okay. I do this every day because my mouth is my biggest problem. Surrender your mouth to God. Number two, agree with what God has already said. Agree with what God has already said. For he has said, so you can boldly say. I sure do love y'all. Number three, start putting scriptures in your mouth. Start memorizing scriptures. Start putting them in your mouth. It's not enough for them to be in the book. It's not enough for them to be on the coffee table. You got to put them in your mouth. You got to say so he can do. You got to say so he can do. Number four, take away, say daily affirmations and declarations. Do God talk. You do God talk, God shows up. You do devil talk, devil shows up. You do world talk, worldly things show up. You do word talk, word things show up. Number five, ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Can't do it alone. Can't tame our tongue by ourselves. Can't make this happen by ourselves. Can't make this adjustment work without God and His Spirit. Y'all get something tonight? Can you thank God for the Word? Come on, let's thank Him for the Word. Amen. What is your next step in your faith? Well, here at Church on the Rock, we would love to help you. Maybe it's to learn more about discovering what it means to belong to a church family being part of a small group, or using your God-given gifts to serve others. Head over to cotr.org slash next steps where you can find out more to all of these. Or if you're part of our online community, visit us at cotr.org online. Have a great week and don't forget that God is for you.